everybody. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the podcast. I had fun recording it, and you have to be asking yourself, Mitch, how do I do a podcast just like you? Well, ladies and gentlemen, and my friend Eduardo, thank you, Mitch. You're welcome, Eduardo. This is very simple. Go join Anchor.fm, the number one place this side of free to upload and record your podcast. Any platform, they got it for you. They will upload it for you free. That's right. Can't go wrong with free 99, free side of the streets. Am I right? Ladies and gentlemen, you want to get paid to do your podcast? That is super simple with their system to pay you without having a huge audience. Now, you're asking yourself, Mitch, what was that website you said earlier? Ladies and gentlemen, that is anchor.fm. And tell them, hey, I want to do a podcast just like Mitch from Talking Anime. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Bye-bye. Konnichiwa, everyone, and welcome to an exciting episode of Talking Anime. I'm excited for this episode. I hope you guys are too. I hope you liked the past episodes. You know, the hentai episode, the music episode, the isekai episode. I know I enjoyed recording them, but guys, episode six, this episode right now, is the best one so far. That is right, everybody. We have our first guests on the show. I will cut to my talk and discussion with them after this commercial break. I love every single one of you. I will see you at the end of the you know, recording, all that fun stuff. Oh, bye bye Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the podcast. I had fun recording it, and you have to be asking yourself, Mitch, how do I do a podcast just like you? Well, ladies and gentlemen, and my friend Eduardo, thank you, Mitch. You're welcome, Eduardo. This is very simple. Go join Anchor.fm, the number one place this side of free to upload and record your podcast. Any platform, they got it for you. They will upload it for you free. That's right. Can't go wrong with free 99, free side of the streets. Am I right? Ladies and gentlemen, you want to get paid to do your podcast? That is super simple with their system to pay you without having a huge audience. Now, you're asking yourself, Mitch, what was that website you said earlier? Ladies and gentlemen, that is anchor.fm. And tell them, hey, I want to do a podcast just like Mitch from Talking Anime. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Bye-bye. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Anime. I am here with, well, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, why don't you go first, buddy? Well, I'm JD, this simple if you want to call me that, or just JD, or, you know, preferably anything that, ref- you know, a god, basically. We'll just <laughs> oh, go geez. with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Earthworm, sometimes called Earthworm the Mighty, and we are from a little podcast called the Anime Brothers. Yay! Insert applause. Yay! I'm going to celebrate. I'm clapping. Right <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. You guys are my first guests i've ever done on my podcasts and i've been doing podcasts for about roughly a year now so oh it's an honor man i nice so yeah you we uh this is our first guest spot so uh, a little new 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 for everybody perfect yes exactly well thank you for coming on guys today's topic of course everyone who is listening 
at home on whatever device, whatever, is overpowered characters, the good side and the bad side. So we'll talk about some overpowered heroes and then a bunch of overpowered villains because you can't have Ying without the Yang, you know? Oh, no. That's no true. doubt. That's true. So, if you guys want to start off, yeah, you know, just throw a random name out and we'll discuss it. Uh, Kirito mm. from Sword Art Online. Yeah. He's the bad <laughs> overpowered, if you ask me. I, I, f- I figured I'd break it down. Yeah. I, I'll already do it. Yeah. But come on. Yeah, now. no, he's... Yeah, I, I talked about it in my Isekai episode. Is that... Um, that That's the thing about, like, an Isekai show in general. Is when your your main trope is your character is too overpowered... And especially when it comes yeah. to a video game styled isekai, because nine times out of ten, they're used to playing the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it doesn't help that he's played the game before, so he pretty much knows all the ins and outs of the game. And uh, I know Earthworm had a problem with it, like oh, this boy never loses. Look, you know, blah, all blah, I'm blah. saying is beta tester my ass. It <laughs> took me like he was four a beta years tester. of playing Skyrim before I could learn my way around a well, city. Skyrim okay? is shit compared to that. Game, yeah, so no, that's probably no I'm, I'm the same way too. It t- it took me a little bit to get used to Skyrim. Well, yeah, you know, so uh, just because he's a beta tester doesn't mean nothing. He just, uh, like Mitch was saying, though, uh, there's a lot of uh, that overpoweredness in isekais. It's like you get dropped into a new world, and the only way you could possibly survive is to be OP as shit. Yeah, and then yeah. it also doesn't help, again, though, like we said, is that he was a beta tester, had experience with the game ahead of everyone else, and, you know, it's... Again, it's he also had some sword training. Yeah, on top. Yeah, in his early on life. top of that too, that you know he was doing the kendo training and everything else too. So yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw another character out there. I don't know if you, have you guys watched How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. I have Actually, not. No. Okay, so it's on the same vein of um, Sword Art Online. Your main character is oh, okay. pulled into this world, a video game world, quote unquote. Well, Diablo is this character, and what it is, it's this guy who literally had no life outside of school, so all he would do is go home, play this game, and one day he woke up in his avatar's body, Diablo is the name of his avatar, and he's a demon lord, he's like a level 150 whatever, and... Oh, shit. Yeah, like, this character is just stupid overpowered. Like, he fought in one scene, spoiler alert, talked about it in my Isekai episode. He fought this summoning that is supposed to be, like, the most dangerous summoning in all of the world. And he was having issues for, like, a good two minutes. And then he just wiped the floor with this thing. And it was... No and shit. it got to the point that he went and got um, a weaker weapon. So when they went and did fights, he wasn't one-shotting everybody because he had, like, an overpowered ring that raised his mag- or his mana pool up, like, stupid high. So he had to pull himself down a bit so he could be even. Yeah, fight. exactly. And, again, he was still, like, way too overpowered in their world, you know? Oh my god. Yeah, now, in in your opinion, does that make it for a better isekai or does that kind of take some of the thrill out of it? And I, I mentioned this in my in my uh, show um the last episode, the isekai episode I did is that it is hard to get into a show 
when your main character is too overpowered. You know, it's hard to sit and watch and enjoy a show when it's, you know, hey, your main character is here. It's like with Sword Art Online with Kirito. You know the minute he's involved, you know what's going to happen. And I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fight scenes and how not to summon a demon lord is... Mwah. He, like, wiped out an army mm. with, like, one big attack. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I don't know. See, I'm already liking that show. I think that's going to have to be something I'm watching. Well, it's on... Add it to the list. It's on... Uh, fun. <laughs> Add it to the list. Hold it's, on. Uh, it's on Funimation. Um, that's where I watched it. Um, it's got a couple, like, etchy scenes where, like... The characters are like super perverted, but you know, you'll find that yeah, everywhere. Most isekais, it turns out there's a har- uh, harem involved too, so you know, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. par uh, for I the course, it. yeah, exactly. What about you, Earthworm? Uh, so I, I don't know, I, I, I appreciate overpowered characters, but I almost prefer when they're done in, um, sort of a satirical way i'll uh, reference like uh and i know mitch you brought it up on your isekai episode as well but overly cautious hero yeah i loved how they did his uh, and i've only watched a few episodes because i can't deal with the closed captioning uh subtitles for hulu and i can't find it anywhere else um but if you, that... if you have funimation uh there's an english dub on funimation I do not. Funimation won't take my money. I've tried to buy uh, figures, <laughs> and I've tried to sign up, Damn and they're man. just like, nope, your credit card's not accepted. <laughs> anyway, but I like how they make him very, very obviously overpowered, and it's um, it's not so much like, is he going to beat the people, but it's how bad is he going to beat them? Like, how, how many times is he going to nuke this fucking slime, yeah. like you said uh, in that episode? Yeah. Or th- and just like that... Um, I was going to say, like, uh, Mob Psycho and uh, One Punch Man do that very similarly, yeah. uh, and I think they do it very well. Well, the thing with the thing with Saitama being so overpowered, it's it's almost to a point where it is, for comedic purposes, that he's overpowered, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, know, you get to see every other hero struggle, and you get to see them uh, go the through all this bullshit. The reason why I haven't even started is because of him being overpowered, but now I want to watch it because it's yeah, fun. Yeah, I've, I've seen, like, top ten videos where it shows him just, like, the giant monst or giant swarm of mosquitoes, he just slaps it and destroys the entire boss. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best ones. It's like um, this other hero is struggling and getting his ass whooped by this mosquito lady, and then he just uh, comes up. I pretty I don't remember if that was the fight where he was naked or not. Yeah, he was. He was he naked just comes the up, entire time. Yeah, he just comes up completely nude and uh, smacks this lady, yeah. and she just explodes into blood like a normal mosquito, dude. It's hilarious. God damn. <laughs> So I, I have another one. If uh, you guys don't have one, oh, what you got? No, I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Majin Boo from Dragon Ball Z. He finally <laughs> brought in DBZ. I was waiting. I, I was waiting for. Something. I am currently rewatching Dragon Ball Z with my wife. We're almost done Dragon Ball Z. Um, we're at the point where it's Kid Boo, like the last couple fights of Kid Boo. Ah, crazy kid. And Majin Boo is probably one of the most OP characters simply because the fact that if you blow him up, he gets right back up, reforms himself. And again, Super Boo had an attack where he literally wiped out most of humanity with one powerful move. And yeah. and yeah, like like I said, like it takes 
again, it's how many years now it's been out. He destroys Kid Boo with the spirit bomb, but he needs basically all of Earth's power and everything else to hit him with the spirit bomb, which is a move that I will talk about in a future episode of dumb moves because the spirit bomb <laughs> the spirit bomb is a dumb move because if you're not or if you're pure of heart it won't hurt you and it's supposed to be the trump card for goku but it's the fact that he never uses it and when he does it's literally a one-shot kill like goku could be thrown on this list of overpowered characters too oh without gonna a doubt put him on this 100 percent. you know like he gets super saiyan early with frieza yeah and, and see i wouldn't count that i wouldn't count that as early because all the kids they got it at a young age i feel like when it came to after super saiyan that's when goku started just getting forms like left yeah and right. super saiyan 2 that we never see him actually train for it and he just does it and then super saiyan 3 yeah. and that's another one of those transformations that's literally pointless because in super they make it the most useless transformation he knows and it's a damn shame. It is, because, you know, that scene when he does it with Boo and he transforms is iconic, you know? Yes, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, man. No, that's... Um, I got another one. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll stay on the Dragon Ball train real quick, but what do you think about Jiren since you've watched Super, uh, right? Yeah, I've seen all of Super, and, oh, my God. Jiren's on the same boat with, like, Majin Boo. Is that it's just way too much. Yeah, it, it's and that's and it's he's overpowered for storyline purposes though. Is that you right. need to get Goku to Ultra Instinct, so what's gonna be the motivator to get him there? And it's the strive to fight, you know, Kefla and all of them and then Jiren. Then they have that awesome ass fight. Goku has him basically beat, he, then Jiren gets the uh, power-up, and then he's fucking impossible to fight after that, you know? Yeah, it just kept going. I was like, man, how high is this ceiling going? It was crazy. It's to the point now that there's no such thing as a ceiling in Dragon Ball Z. No, there isn't. No, there no. isn't. Uh, I'm sorry, Earthworm, you don't know, but you know in a way. I mean, I'm aware of what's going on, and I know that there's the little guy with the big eyes who can like just destroy universes at whim, mm. so uh, maybe he's the ceiling. I don't know. Well, maybe yeah, he's he, the ceiling. No. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Zeno does set the bar pretty high because he is basically the creator of everything. Yeah, watch her be a second creator of everything. <sighs> yeah. It's like, oh, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's that power. It just goes into. It goes into Full Metal Alchemist mode, oh, and we're geez. like, we're gonna fight God. <laughs> All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. You guys got another one that you wanna talk about? Yeah, let me throw one out there. Um, Jotaro Kujo. From JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I still haven't watched JoJo yet. You haven't watched JoJo. Me oh neither. man, so I won't. I won't spoil a whole. I, bunch. I've um, I've seen enough videos that I know how uh, how overpowered those characters get. Yeah. So it's not even just Jotaro himself, but it's when the stands are introduced, mm. and um, Araki just decided, let's give this guy a stand. <clears throat> excuse me, a stand that has like immense physical strength is the fastest goddamn thing you've ever seen, can punch through diamonds, um, and his only weakness is, I guess he can only travel, like, three meters away from his person, unless he does this one move that he can uh, stretch his fingers out. And I love it. It's not even done satirical. Uh, maybe I'm just a JoJo fanboy, but, like, Jotaro is probably one of my favorite JoJos. 
you are a JoJo fanboy. I am. It's all right. It's bad. It's like that's why I put that meme with the Dragon Ball Z people and the JoJo <laughs> friends. <laughs> they meet in the middle. That's just, the, the that's way the manga is turning out soon to be is what I'm hoping that it's going to be is that the the new bar is going to be set to can they defeat Vegeta though? That's the question. Vegeta, yeah, I saw you love Vegeta. I I am I fr- will fully admit that I am a Vegeta stan on that one for sure. It'd be nice for Vegeta to get to. It'd be nice for him to get some love. Uh, unfortunately, he'll, I don't know if he'll ever be considered like overpowered. No. because of what Goku's done to him. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. But he's always the, the way they're making it look like in the manga now is that it's there's a chance that he could be overpowered, even if it is for like a second. You know, but oh, a second. Huh? Hey, that second counts. You know. No, well, you I need... agree. I got another overpowered character because um. I'm, I'm, I'm now just spitballing here, but me and Earthworm talked about it in our prior episode, but I've realized that Simone is probably the strongest character in all of anime uh, as of right now, and I'm just going to say that because of spiral power, and it's it's ungodly. Mm. So, top, top, top guy right there. He has never lost a fight, just putting that out there. Goku's lost, Vegeta's lost, Kirito's even lost, yeah. but guess what? Simone hasn't. Yeah. Have you watched Gurren Lagann match? No, I have not. That is actually on my list. Uh, since you guys, I'm sorry, spoilers. Since you, <laughs> since you guys were talking about it, that's on. Uh, that's been on my list for a while. So there you go. Yeah, if I could give you one recommendation, um, yeah, it'd be Gurren Lagann. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. You, you, I didn't really give anything away, but you'll enjoy yourself, Mitch. But I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, there's a lot of ceilings in this this mm. show. So another one that I would like to talk about is in Full Metal Alchemist is Pride, the Homunculus Pride. Oh, he yeah. is another character that is way overpowered for you know their world, and it's absolutely it's it's amazing the whole homunculi thing as it is. Like one of my top five villains is Greed. I just like Greed's whole like power yeah. that he can create like this armor basically and it's like invincible but then you bring in pride who's just like the creator of all the homunculi and it just like blows my mind on how powerful this guy is but he's got to be in like the shadows and everything else is like his only downfall you know yeah Yeah, you always find yourself needing a shadow well seriously like god forbid you find yourself in a in a place where you can't get out of the shadows or what have mm. you yeah you're right Mitch. he he would absolutely destroy everybody the hohenheim the only reason he survived in that one uh, encounter was because he was able to get out of the uh, tunnel yeah exactly you know and, and yeah he couldn't pass the tunnel right yeah no he couldn't go past the tunnel because it was like i think it was at, uh away from his barrier where he was allowed to go yeah, it's, he with uh, pride. Yeah. He was like, uh, he no matter how big it was, he had to have some sort of container that he couldn't leave. And it was oh, the sewer yeah. system of uh, whatever the hell the uh, the city name was. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot the city name too. Ah oh, man. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you bring that up because overpowered villains are where that's where I'm at. Mm. Uh, that's my favorite because because it gives the protagonist or our hero whoever it happens to be, it gives them somewhere to uh, to strive to. So uh, it's not just like someone's dropped in, overpowered, and they're kicking the shit out of everybody from the beginning. It's almost like with the villain, you know that there's uh, gonna be a time where they're overcome by somebody, and watching a character get to that point is that's my favorite part about the OP villains. Mm. Now, 
Do you have a villain? <laughs> I, I have uh, I have one if you guys don't have one. I do. Um but uh Mitch, why don't you go ahead, brother? <laughs> Though um I don't know how far you guys are in my hero academia. But I'm in the uh, middle of season yeah. two. I'm I'm, I'm gonna um overhaul. Overhaul is like the enemy in season four. And oh, this shit. is it's I'm bound to talk about it. Uh, he is overpowered because his power is basically he can break things down and rebuild it. And he was, or there's one of the fights, he literally touches one of his like uh, followers and he one shots the guy just by touching him in the head. Like the dude's head just explodes. And oh my oh, lord. Like this, like this character is like stupid overpowered and it took um midoriya to go way beyond what he was able to with um oh geez why am i drawing a blank on the name of it one One for for all all, yeah he he had to go over what he was able to to even beat the guy that's what he always does yeah (laughs) well he always hurts himself. Yeah, but in this fight, he was able to actually do it without hurting himself, and it's actually, like, super cool, like, the fight they have. But it's just, again, like, my hero has characters that are like that, too. Like, all for one, for example. Or, yeah, all for one. You know, one for all. Yeah. Try to remember the name now. No, I think it's all for one as the yeah. villain, because that's the one I'm at. I just met yeah, him. That guy is overpowered just by the fact that he can take your quirk away from you. Oh, and you're yeah. basically quirkless. And then they find a way to manufacture a, a power like that and use it as a weapon. And, it, like, imagine that you're in a world where your power, devi- de- uh, you know, defines who you are. And you can have that all taken away from this overpowered uh, villain, you know? No, when you say <laughs> when you say take his quirk away, do you mean like permanently until you do something to get it back or is it more of an eraser head thing? They they never really I don't think they really explained it that well or that much, but he's able to take it away, but they don't say for how long. Okay. Yeah, well, I just saw him now, and he was taking quirks away from his own allies to use them real mm. quickly. But they still had him, but he was using them whenever he wanted. Yeah. Oh. So, oh, that's yeah. awful. He's yeah. Stockpile it's power. Oh, it shit. is. It is. It's it's overpowered as hell, and it takes all might, basically everything that he had to even. Spoiler alert! Sorry, to uh, defeat the or uh, to defeat him, you know. Speaking of All Might, All Might before <sighs> um, his uh, internal bleeding injuries. I mean, he's mm. he's Superman uh, in oh, the yeah. anime world. Let's Asc- be honest. Essentially, and yeah. And I I don't hate him. I mean, he was dead. He had to have been inspired by Superman, but like overpowered as shit. And I'm, I guess I'm glad he's on the hero side. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because again, like those smash moves, his jumps, everything. Like he is essentially Superman without the extra powers. You know. United States Smash. of Smash. Oh, man, the Detroit's or the the one that he does in the big fight with All Might or All for One is just insane. Oh like, yeah. it's I, uh, I'm saving it for Earthworm to you know watch because I just watched it and he hasn't, but oh, it's yeah. pretty good. I, I got so. chills when I oh, watched yeah. him deliver this uh, United States of Smash, and and that's ra- that's rare for <laughs> me when you see that in a show that you get chills from watching it. 
So oh, without a doubt, w- with All Might in mind, I like when they have a pow- a character who's wicked OP, but they give him like one tiny restriction, or even not a tiny restriction, but like they give him something to make him. You know, one sort of weakness. So for uh, like human, yeah. So for All Might, it's because he's already been like completely destroyed in that one fight. So he can't just be overpowered for uh, you know all time. Mm. He's got a time limit. And the other guy I think of when I think of that is uh, Gilgamesh from the Fate series. I was about to bring up Gilgamesh. Yeah. I knew you were thinking about it, but I'm taking him today. Yes, I was. Okay. Yeah. Have you uh, have you, you messed have you messed with any of the Fate? I Mitt? watched. Oh man, I watched them out of order, so it's it's really hard to like f- remember a lot of the characters' names. But I there was a couple characters from like the Fate series that were amazingly overpowered. Gilgamesh was the one in gold that had like billions and billions yeah. of weapons that he would never yeah, stop no, coming yeah, at you. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember yeah. him. Yeah, no, that's that's a character who's overpowered. That you have an unlimited arsenal of weapons. Yeah, and in Fate Zero, he didn't even get really tested. I think the worst battle he was in was more of an annoyance to him, yeah. if anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, his one weakness uh, in Unlimited Blade Works is you find out that he's terrible in close combat. Uh, he's great at range, but if you can get right up in his grill, he's just kind of a normal mm-hmm. dude. So uh, I like having some sort of like little weakness that uh, you got to find out. It brings strategy into it. Oh, yeah. 100%. I love Gilgamesh. Gother, Gother is another one of those like overpowered like kind of in-between characters from uh, Seven Deadly Sins. He's another one of those like he's overpowered but not... Is that mustache, no, man? He's the one uh, the pink hair with glasses. He's oh, okay, the one with okay. the very... Or, like The first bit of him, you see him walking around with the armor. We full okay. disclosure, we have not delved into Seven Deadly Sins <sighs> yet. That's one of the we ones that's been kind of hanging some out. Characters. Yeah, well, yeah. he's yeah, he's definitely one of those characters. And then, like you were saying, uh, the guy with the mustache, uh, Escanor. Escanor is probably overpowered, incarnated in Seven Deadly Sins. Like his strength is immense. Like anyone he fights, essentially, if it's in the sun, or because he's powered by the sunlight, that any enemy that he fights, he goes above their power level. So, Just automatically, like as long as he's in the sun, his body goes from like this really shrunken, scrawny dude to super muscular, and he's just way overpowered to the point that he could literally beat anybody. But he refuses to fight certain people, you know. Well, yeah, and he's also like a super simp towards Merlin too. Like, like <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes you you gotta simp hard. That's how it goes, you know. But yeah, I know. Like, he's definitely gotta... a way overpowered character for uh, an anime in that world. Uh, I don't know if this is technically an overpowered villain. But I'm just going to go with it because we got to see that he was able to get defeated. I'm trying not to do spoilers because I know, like, Danny and certain people are watching it. But, you know, fuck it. Uh, Murum is overpowered from mm. Hunter x Hunter. I've been waiting all day to talk about Madero. Oh, he my God. Why did you say so? Vi- I was waiting, you know. I need- the time needed to be right. But he is he is OP as fuck. 
Yeah, you pretty much with the Natero versus him fight, you realize Natero had to throw everything mm. at him. So it, it's he's the strongest and most overpowered, in well, my opinion. And remember, Meruem never developed a Nen attack. He never honed his Nen at all. That was all natural ability that he was born with. Imagine if he would have developed like an attack, not just a punch and a kick and like moving Frieza fast. Like Frieza actually trained his body. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What would it be like if Frieza actually trained for once in his life? Well, he got a new form. Yeah, like a year <laughs> yeah. for once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I gotta be honest, I actually, when that first came out, Resurrection F first came out, I was super down for that idea. I was like, you know what, that makes sense. Frieza's not the kind of guy who would drain. And now that he did, yeah, okay. He's gold, but I'll yeah, deal with exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, again, he's, that was overpowered. Like, he was able to go toe-to-toe with uh, Blue, Super Saiyan Blue Goku and Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta without having, you know, a lot of issues. And And... Yeah, because I would say he's not overpowered, but he definitely can grow power very quickly. But that's, like, the key system in Dragon Ball Z as it is, is broken as hell. As you guys have talked about it with the power level episode that you guys did, that, yeah, like, key is a very broken system compared to something like Chakra or uh, Nen, you know, or Spirit energy from bleach and whatever the power system in um yu haka show is too oh yeah like key is just super broken because they're like super worried about power levels in the first couple seasons of dragon ball z but the minute you do the set or the android saga and then going into the cell saga power levels are basically just nothing anymore I think the introduction of power levels, just to start out with, was the biggest problem with Dragon Ball mm. Z. Because before that, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were no such thing as power levels in Dragon Ball, right? No, there was no such thing as power levels. There was no such thing as like anything that was going on. I think it was all yeah, martial it arts. Was, it was yeah. essentially just Goku was super strong because he trained. Like They never really fully explained why he was so strong. Just he was. Yeah, other than him crashing down to Earth, um, or did you even did you even know that in Dragon Ball, or did you find that out in Z? Um, they never mentioned that he's from space in Dragon Ball. It was Dragon Ball Z was when they mentioned it. You know, like okay, but he, he thought that all boys had tails and that all girls had penises. That's why he was checking yeah. them every time. I remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> Bulma, your balls are gone. <laughs> There's no bulge. <laughs> like, like he, he, but uh, I think the one with the Chi-Chi t- uh, test when he he touches her and she just knocks him off the Nimbus cloud was probably pretty funny, too. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to double check, man. He wasn't sure. Yeah. Hey, you never know. But anyway, I think what the problem with Dragon Ball Z is they tried to introduce some sort of like uh, calculated uh cap or not so much cap but they tried to add numbers into a power system they really didn't need it you could have just kept growing and stronger and stronger if at one point you didn't put you know this guy's a million power level because then in everybody's head they start to think like well if freezes a million or whatever what the hell is majin buu and then what the hell is like uh beerus and then 
all the way into this new goat looking dude in the manga. I mean, what the hell? What, what is his power there's level? A infinity goat looking dude. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, here? no, yeah. there's. I, I haven't been paying attention, but I've seen pictures, and he looks pretty cool. I'll give it. Yeah, up. he's he's supposed to be okay. really strong. I haven't read anything in the manga either, but yeah, he's supposed to be pretty tough. And uh, another character is Ichigo from Bleach. Okay, now I've never watched Bleach, but I watched the death mm. battle um, to see how he, uh, you know, I, I forgot who he was facing, but it went through Naruto, all his shit, and I guess I he has a was Naruto, yeah, 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 and he had a form for everything. <laughs> Every so. like the minute he gets the Soul Reaper power, he was stronger than the the um, the Hollow he was fighting. Like the minute he got the power. And then he goes and destroys, like, half of the captains and the second chair lieutenants and the soul, or when they're in the Soul Society. And these are characters that have been training for years to be strong in their ranking. And Ichigo literally just shows up on the scene. It's like, well, I guess your training has gone to shit because I'm just going to wipe everybody out. <laughs> and then, oh, that's and then so later on, when all these other character types are introduced ichigo has a hollow form he's got quincy powers because in the manga his mom is a quincy and then he gets a bunch of these other just overpowered powers for no reason and it's just to make him stronger than the enemy at the end of the road you know right like with aizen aizen they build aizen to be a super powered villain like, he spent hundreds of years tr uh, planning to uh, take over all the Soul Society and become the leader of everything. And then Ichigo shows up and destroys that hundreds of years of planning with one move, basically. My God. How did people <sighs> allow this? It's just, you know, Man. excuse for, merchant, or for marketing and everything else. And new oh, transformations do sell. Yeah. I mean, like, that was, like, the main reason yeah. why they did the fusions and stuff in Dragon Ball Z is because, hey, look, we can make money off of this. Yeah, one one more figure you can sell yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one more figure you can and sell me. And I bought it, or my parents bought it for me, I should say. <laughs> I ha I do want a Super Saiyan 4 <laughs> oh, Gogeta. Awesome. I would love it. I'm, I'm just hoping for one day when they actually make GT canon again because there's so many awesome fights and transformations in that show uh i always i have a special spot in my heart for gt especially the ending where goku's riding off on shenron after like hanging out with krillin and all his boys yeah. like that oh that brings a tear to my now heart. since <laughs> since we are talking about dragon ball gt i think it's only fair that we talk about omega shenron that's Oh That's God. another OP <laughs> as hell. Can character. we put him there though? When Gogeta beat him in like two minutes well, or less, he could yeah. have, but he wasted too much. Yeah, time. Yeah, he wasted too much time being cocky, uh, yeah. and he defused. And it was another one of those situations that Goku had to defeat him with, like a spirit bomb. You know, the spirit bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit bomb attack. But yeah, no, like Omega Shenron was one of those like another OP character you know, villain in Dragon Ball GT. Even, like, Baby was another one of those characters, too, that was OP for a little bit. 
when he's introduced. For a different reason, yeah. though, baby. He was, uh, I liked his idea because he was the parasite, so he could just find, like, another OP character and kind of build yeah. him up a little bit rather than just being, like, uh, like Tagoro from fucking Yu Yu Hakusho. It's like, check out the muscles, mm. man. In a way, Tagoro was also overpowered because he, in the end, let Yusuke mm. beat him. So, I think that he didn't was let he okay no he didn't just like lay down okay, and die okay Yusuke defender I'm just saying he accepted it he didn't really put his all in God I gotta so. I gotta yeah, rewatch oh. that show it's been a hot minute yes you do it's, <laughs> yes, it's you actually do. on my yeah. queue right now on Funimation so that is no doubt my most watched anime I must have watched front to back like four times in my life uh, it, it's I, I love it now I'm Another... gonna be going back to. Uh, protagonist but if that's okay yeah go ahead uh, i was thinking of uh kenshin from Roroni kenshin yeah i i, have, I haven't watched i, I, I mean, haven't watched the manga but i played jump force i know how strong he is yeah his literally it was an episodic kind of show like you know some things like cowboy bebop and like earthworm has said before is it was every episode was how does kenshin beat this guy like it was a big bad every time and he wiped the floor with him every time so Especially with Kenshin, a... when he was the Batosai, the Manslayer. I mean, yeah, that's when that's... he was at the height of his OP. Mm. He kind of lost a little bit of it when he stopped trying to kill people. But yeah, if he was going for kill shots, he would have just been one-hit kills. That was his whole martial arts style. Yeah, he was the quickest. But that's mine. I gotta rewatch. I gotta finish Rooney Kenshin at some point. I got another one that's kind of like left field for the fact of overpowered. I, I kind of touched on her a little bit in uh, my uh, Isekai episode, but um, it's Maple from uh, Bow Fury. I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense. Ah, uh, oh, that's your role playing game uh, person. Yeah, that's. She's. She is overpowered, but in a non conventional kind of way. Like. Her, her her whole thing is that, again, like the title says, she doesn't want to get hurt, so she maxed out her defense. So every time she would level up in the game, instead of putting up her strength, agility, all that, it goes right into defense. So she there's a tournament that happens in the game, and she has like all this other abilities that she learns from eating things and being attacked a bunch of times. And um, she has this shield that is basically a giant def or deflects everything back at the enemy or absorbs it, too. And she had an oh. army of people trying to attack her. And all she did was sit there with her shield up and was taking no damage. And and they can't go no, around her? like they never thought about doing that. Like, that's that's the thing, <laughs> like. Sure, she had her back against the wall, but you could go around that wall and attack her from behind. But even if they did, her defense was so damn high that it took a higher power level character to actually hurt her. And it should, and then she goes and she does these missions and they randomly drop her into these situations. And then she just somehow gets like the big baddie's power and uses it against people. Like, it's one of those shows that it's really good, but it gets boring very quickly. Right. You know what show that reminds me of? Because I haven't seen Bo Furry, but I have watched The Rising of Shield Hero. I haven't watched, I haven't watched that one yet, but it is on my list, too. Very similar. Same idea, except um, 
this guy, Naofumi, he doesn't necessarily have the option to put any of his uh, stats in attack because his, uh, his only weapon is the shield. So he can um, use defensive things. He has, like, um, what's called an air, I think it's an air raid shield. So he can, like, uh, put a shield anywhere and just, like, have it stand up in the air. So he's used that for, like, attacks and stuff. But um, he's almost forced to max out his defense, and he becomes overpowered as shit, really. I mean, very similar to uh, Maple, to where he can just take hits, and he can set up uh, shields for his teammates and, and whatnot. That sounds pretty OP to me. Like, like even, like, uh, Karapika in Hunter x Hunter, that's another character that's overpowered but not you know in the normal sense of the word he's overpowered to the spider mm. troop that's for exactly sure. he's overpowered to only one type of enemy and again in hunter hunter you see how overpowered he can be once he you know uses the eyes and then goes and uses his powers against all the members like he easily wiped out that or a couple of their uh, people like it was nothing, you know? Yeah, with that condition that he yeah. said. Yeah, like you just said, J.D., Uvogan. I mean, he, he had no business beating Uvogan, that's mm. for sure. And, and oh, Are we going to mention, uh, I mean, we're still talking about it, but we got to put Guts in here soon. Yeah, yeah, Guts <laughs> from uh, from Berserk. He's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't like calling him necessarily overpowered because I just see him get the shit kicked out of him. Like, I've seen so many times he just gets his ass whooped. But he does always win in the end. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it up to that. Okay. I'm glad. I don't know about you, man. Um, I haven't really watched um, Berserk yet. That's <laughs> Do not watch the new one. Do not watch 2016. <laughs> it is CGI I, garbage. I've, oh, man, CGI and anime. Can we just say that's the most overpowered thing in anime is cgi yeah yeah Using too much yeah. of it. it just ruins if you do it right i can't remember i mean ufotable they mm. do it well there was uh there's one that i'm actually doing a review on in a future episode um for it's it's labeled as the worst anime on my anime list and it's um heaven x skelter or something like that and that's supposed to be a CGI Ooh. nightmare in anime. Oh god! So yeah, gonna I'm gonna watch, watch it to review for the uh, um, show. I. I oh, you're oh, a better I'm man than me. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I just watched um, the anime that I finished recently was um, Prison School, and uh, I watched the live action one not long after that one, and the live action acting was just. Uh, that's. That's live action adaptations is overpowered because it can make and break an entire anime series. Like Dra like Dragon Ball Evolution for example. Like don't oh that God. was supposed to be a series. Like they planned to do 3 movies, but because of how bad the first one did, they dropped it entirely. Someone was looking out yeah. for us there. That's yeah. for sure. I I can't even put into words how how bad that movie is. Yeah, no, like, uh. So real quick, I got a couple left fielders for overpowered characters. Okay. All right. So from uh, from Death Note, Light and L both are uh, not physically overpowered at all, but they're the smartest people I've ever heard mm. talk. 
like in L's case, it's the whole or in um, Light's case, he's got the the uh, death note and everything. So the death note. Yeah, that makes him overpowered in a sense that, you know, as long as he knows a person's name and he can picture them, you're done. That's true. He can just murder at will. Yeah. See, I would just become friends with him and be like, hey, buddy, remember when I bought that chocolate bar yesterday? I, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you, you can yeah. say that, but look how far or look how far he went right near the end of the series. He barely trusted anybody. So, yeah. And I mean, he, they kind of there was a little bit of a moment where they I mean, each of them knew what they were trying to do, but they were friendly. Alan Light for a mm. minute. I mean, they were like either going to the same school or something, but they were quote unquote getting along for a little bit but they each were like playing ridiculous mind games and let's just say if they tried to do any of that to me they'd automatically win my brain would just start frying like gones <laughs> i'd be even worse i think i'd be like gone even right at the first five minutes. yeah and even G gones another one of those characters that that's just an overpowered character too like how fast he was able to take learning then and then when he learned to do rock, paper, scissors and everything else, like he became very overpowered, especially when he like transformed, essentially. But didn't Killua like learn things even faster than him? So wouldn't that mean Killua was more overpowered? I mean, like, well, I think Killua was just uh, exposed to it earlier, but Gon was always shown to have more potential than Killua. He would learn a little bit faster. Um, Gone, I mean, as a 12-year-old, both of them, as 12-year-old boys, had no business standing where they stood if they were normal 12-year-old mm. boys. That's true. Yeah, and again, that's yeah, that's I, another one where those characters were overpowered in their universe, especially Gone, like, when they went through the Hunter's exam. Like, look how overpowered he was compared to most of the people there. Like, like oh, yeah. his senses were above everyone else. And then when he learned to slow down, or when he learned to get the tag off of Hisoka, that's another one that he learned how to do that very quickly in that short period of time, you know? Oh, yeah. I think uh, the word overpowered is uh, fairly subjective, you know, when you really look at it. Because some people, like, a lot of people might not think of Gon as overpowered, but you're right. You know, him <coughs> being where he was at such a young age, that's that's some overpowered stuff right there. Well, yeah, like, what they say when it comes to overpowered anime characters is that they're not overpowered in, like, the sense of they're stronger than, like, pick another character from another world. They're overpowered in their environment. Because Dio, Dio's another one of those characters that's overpowered in JoJo, for, from what I understand. Because oh, he's he is. like that a va right vampire Zawarda. Yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, vamp vampiric stand yeah. user is uh, definitely OP. <laughs> you guys got any other ones? Uh, oh, I have my. a weird one. Uh, yeah, I got one more weird one. And that's but JD. Yeah, JD, um, why don't you go first? I was thinking about it, and I still like the show from time to time, but I was thinking of uh, Yami from the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, Yam Yami, uh, yeah. Ooh, good call. Every time he was brought into Duel, pretty much he won. Mm. Like, yep. Yugi needed him. Because of some bullshit heart of the cards bullshit. <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah, yeah but even true. Yugi at, went and eventually beat Yami at the end of Yu-Gi-Oh. If I'm correct... It's, well, that's all it's, bullshit. It's been, like, it's been a hot minute since I've watched Yu-Gi-Oh. 
Mm, it has. Same. It has. But I just remember how much I was so excited when it went Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and then he became I, I mean, like, <laughs> even like, Pegasus. Like, Pegasus is a pretty overpowered character, too. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I just to add that, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, anybody with one of the um, Egyptian like special uh, tools or whatever. The, what the Millennium hell they were called, the pieces, I think they're called. Items. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 Anybody with one of those was automatically oh, overpowered yeah. as fuck. Especially in that world of playing cards. Mm-hmm, and being able Bacora, to read your right? opponent's moves yeah. and shit. It's like, come on. Was Bakora the one that got you trapped in the Shadow Realm? Um. He was the one where they did that one episode where he turned Yugi and Joey and all them into their favorite cards. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's pretty overpowered yeah. there. Just saying. I mean, like, Merrick was pretty strong, too. Like, he was another one of those ones oh, that was yeah, able Merrick. to turn people into the Shadow Realm. I think that I think that just yeah. comes with, if you have a Millennium item, that you're able to put people into the Shadow Realm. Yeah, it's we'll a license the to OP, kill. Yeah, we'll put you in the OP category. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, real quick, Mitch, have you watched Haikyuu? Um, I'm not a huge sports anime fan. I'm going to just we put, that out. Same, <laughs> same. put that out there because um, uh, I have I have gotten to an argument in the uh, Anime Summit uh, Discord about um, – Oh, haven't we all? You're in dangerous grounds <laughs> I mean, there, like, bud. I'm on dangerous grounds when I say that uh, Inuyasha is an isekai. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember I reading that. that conversation. That was it. That was an interesting I mean, debate. like, I threw out stone cold hard facts, and everyone's just like, it's not an isekai because they're not trapped in the world. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, um, then I won't spend too much time on this, but from Haikyuu Season 3, um, from the team Shiratazawa, if anybody doesn't know, Haikyuu is a volleyball anime. So, um, With this one dude, feels. Yeah, Wicked Shonen feels, but um, this one dude on this team, uh, and I say overpowered, I mean literally like he, this guy has just too much power for like a 17-year-old kid. He is the strongest spiker like when he hits this ball it just like it it knocks people like over this dude is ridiculously overpowered you have to in the usually sense receive of the word. on the other side when the ball's coming at you and every time it would hit someone even if they got a chance to deflect it it would hit with so much force it would bounce like out of the arena yeah, he doesn't even try. He doesn't even try to avoid the people waiting for the ball. He just shoves it right <laughs> through them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I got uh, on the top of my head for OP characters. I'm sure with the more shonens we watch, that uh, we're gonna oh, see yeah, some more. Oh yeah, exactly. I, that's again, that's all I watch is shonens. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like you can't go wrong with the good old fashioned, just awesome fight scenes with poor character development. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Now, there's a lot of good character I, development uh, shown, and Naruto is is on. Okay, high okay. Before before we end it here, I need to talk about two characters from Naruto that are overpowered as hell. Yeah, and as just try your best not to give too much uh, away. That's it's okay. I probably already know it. We're okay, Naruto is overpowered, and yeah. and Mar- uh, Madara from uh, Shippuden. He is yes, Mar- he Madara. is overpowered as hell. <laughs> he technically wouldn't have lost if uh, if they didn't. Fuck Exa- him, exactly. So. That's that's the thing. Like uh, Naruto becomes overpowered because of the tailed beast, and then when he starts to yeah. you know uh, get on the same page with 
Kara or what? Kirama, whatever. Kurama, whatever his name was, the tailed beast. Oh, uh, Kurama. Kurama yeah. yeah, Kurama. The, the nine minute tails. they get on the same page and he's able to tap into that demon fox, which I don't know if I want to like legitimately like say it, but. No, you don't have to. He doesn't know everything. I know he doesn't. Earthworm wants to know, but that's he, the he shouldn't. I know the basic bones. That's of the problem Naruto. because you learn a lot more about the tailed beasts in Shippuden because that's like a huge focal point in like the whole um, Akatsuki angle and everything else. You learn a lot more of that in Shippuden than you do in the OG Naruto. But even in OG Naruto, like you see little bits and pieces of Naruto being overpowered. Like the fight with um, Haku and um, Zabusa, for example. Like he goes into yep. the one tail state and he's overpowered. And then when you go further into it and he gets two tails, three tails, whatever form of the tailed beast, he's just dangerous after that. And then. Yeah, he starts to lose his and mind. And then in Shippuden, when he gets more forms of the tailed beast. It gets to the point where he almost turns into the demon fox. Again, you don't really. It's later in ship it in, like past all like ninety something episodes of pure filler that have yeah, sh ship it in. That's the worst part I find about ship it in because there's so much filler in that show. It is hard to say. Okay, you want to go from this episode. Okay, skip this entire arc because it's filler. Okay, then go from there to here. It's the same with, like, GT, for example. It's another one of those overpowered... Let's just say filler is probably the most overpowered thing in all of anime. More than CGI and everything else. Because... Yeah, Because, again, filler can make or break a show, you know? Yeah, if you're not willing to skip it or if you don't know what's coming, exactly. then you're you're kind of stuck if, there, if pal. If Naruto didn't have as much filler that took almost half of the 500, it's almost half of its filler. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have had my first 10 rating with mm. Naruto. I seriously would have. Like, that's. Can so. we all appreciate the real most overpowered char character in Naruto, though? Yes, please. Ramen guy? Yes, oh, ramen yes. guy. The one <laughs> yes. guy who can control Naruto? Yes, ramen yes. guy? Come on. Ich Ichiraku's ramen, man. That's that's, that's how you he's do. My it. hero. It's the best ramen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that is the the most overpowered, and then uh, no, that's like yeah, you know, um, and like I said, Madara is like super overpowered because you know he's got like the fullest shari gun and whatever else, and you learn more about that and ship it in too. It's just I, he also takes Harashima shells or how do you say Harashima? Yeah, yeah Harashima cells, yeah. I can't even yeah. say it. Man, I just met Itachi, and I thought he was OP with his Sharingan fucking Mengekyo uh, stuff. Oh, man. That, that, oh, goes, that goes out the window the minute Shippuden is introduced because it's just more overpowered. I uh, can't wait. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the thing with Shippuden is that Shippuden has a lot of like really good fights, especially when you start getting Naruto a lot more stronger in the anime, and he starts fighting like almost god-tier enemies. And then he has the fight with pain that is insane. That's one of the oh, best fights. Hands down, best fight in the whole entire franchise of Naruto. Yeah, the, 
that's one thing that overpowered characters will always breed is um amazing oh, fight yeah. scenes and mountains exploding and just visual spectacles we get to watch i mean like one of my favorite fights in hunter hunter is gone versus uh hisoka like that yes. fight was yep. insane like sure it was only showing like a small bit of what they both could do but that small bit of what they could do is amazing. Plus, the orgasm scene is, mwah, mwah. <laughs> oh, top, top tier, top, top tier. tier reactions to getting punched in the face. You know. Yeah, I remember my wife seeing that part actually happening. She's like, "What's wrong with him?" I'm like, "No, no, no, it's okay. He's not really. A <laughs> He's power sexual." Yeah. Yeah, that's the term I use. Yeah. Power sexual. <laughs> but no, like. Again, and even Dragon Ball Z, like, there's a lot of good fight scenes in that. And when you start getting overpowered characters introduced in Dragon Ball Z, like, the fights just get more and more earth-shattering, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I you always that's... get that climactic fight mm. at the end. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But eventually, I feel like when it got to Super, I've just seen so much shit happen that I'm like, yeah, I've already seen this before. It didn't, like, get me as surprising as all the mm. others. But that's just Yeah, me. but... He... You know, still good. Even but. Super, though, like, even Super got to the point where you could tell that they were just grasping at straws at certain points when it came to, like, yeah. half of the content they were putting out in there. No, exactly. But, yeah. Anyways, guys, I think we should wrap it up there. We're getting to almost an hour, so. Yeah, yeah this we is like officially to make your you longest nice episode, long I think. I, yeah. I believe, like, the fullest extent of this i'm not going to chop it into like part one part two it's going to be this is a special episode thank you guys for coming on to the show i appreciate it absolutely no thank problem, you mitch uh, we really appreciate you having us on man we're happy to be building this uh, anime podcasting community oh, yeah. and uh we're gonna have you on our show before oh, yeah. too long yeah we gotta spread the oh, love yeah. now fellas where can everybody find you Ooh, who wants to do the plug that's you earthworm Okay, uh, we have Twitter, at uh, Anime Brothers PC. We have Instagram, Anime underscore Brothers underscore Podcast. We have Discord. Uh, yeah, f I can't read off the Discord link. but um, <laughs> yeah, Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, CastBox, pretty much anywhere you get your spa, your podcasts. And uh, yeah, we hope to uh, hear from yeah, you guys. Yeah, and again, guys, everyone who's listening to this, their links will be all in the description of... The episode, um, when I eventually upload, re-upload this to YouTube as well, the link will be in the description of the YouTube channel. But I've been Mitch. These guys have been the Anime Brothers. I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in and listening. I will see you guys in the next episode. Go Plus Ultra! Peace, peace. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Talking Anime. If you like the theme song, link in the description of this podcast and video. And all my socials, link to the bottom. I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. It's not that easy.